Welcome to Raising Consciousness with me, Lou Burrows, where raising human consciousness happens. On this show, I'm joined by guests to cover a range of topics and have conversations that will raise human consciousness for current and future generations. Now, let's dive into today's show. Hi everyone, welcome back to Raising Consciousness with me, your host, Lou Burrows. And in today's episode, I'm joined by my good friend, Lee Roy, and um, I'm really looking forward to today's conversation. Uh, Lee Roy is someone who I've collaborated with in the past on an Overflux Perspectives. So Lee Roy, thank you so much for joining me today. It's a pleasure to have you here as always. But yeah, we'd love to, you know, in um, a minute or so, kind of learn more um, or share more with, with the audience about who is Lee Roy ultimately, and then we'll dive into the meat of today's episode, my friend. Um, yeah, thank you very much, Luke. Um, thank you for the invite once more to your platform. Um, I'm always uh, honored and thankful for whenever I'm, I'm invited to speak. Um, myself, I don't even know where to start, to be honest, but uh, simply <laughs> put, to be honest, uh, I exist to fend the persistence of existence. That's the best way I can mm. I can sum myself up. Like I see myself as somebody who I wanna see people develop. I wanna see humanity move forward. I wanna I just wanna see growth. I, I enjoy seeing growth. And so I'm such a growth orientated person myself that um you know I'm constantly also trying to just share what I have found in my own journey in self-discovery. Um, you know, there comes a point in life where like you have to be symbiotically aligned in spirit, soul, and body, you know, in needing to move forward beyond like your fears. And at that point, it almost becomes, uh, it is not only necessary, it becomes inevitable that you move past mm. whatever may be hindering you or whatever you might be finding difficult. So I, I guess I exist to fend that that alignment that symbiosis like you know to try and encourage that symbiosis within your soul spirit and body like to understand that in your being like in understanding that all your aspects of your own being once they are aligned once they are in balance they allow us to move forward in a way that is so inevitable like it, it, it's it's not it's unstoppable you know and nothing really becomes impossible if that makes sense so mm. yeah like facilitating this nature of symbiosis through my writing through my speaking and through like facilitation as uh, an entrepreneur and just somebody who knows people i i enjoy that aspect of being able to bring about two parties who may be in need of each other's um, contributions or services and seeing them grow forward. And that's where my facilitation comes into play. Um, so, yeah, that is basically my mission is to help the realignment of self in being. You mm. know, I do this by exemplifying this um, through my own life, my own style of life. Like, you know, uh, yeah, I just try and share. I mean, I don't share as much. But I think that's something that I've been trying to work on and on just, you know, sharing more from from mm. my own life, like how I do things and how 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 I'm able to stay in this mental resilient like um, place, like, you know, and just move through a lot because that's that's one of the things that I have found within myself. Like I'm very mentally resilient 
And I'm mm-hmm. very thankful for that because I do understand not a lot of people have that, um, have that gift or have that blessing, you know. So, um, yeah, that's Leroy. That's Leroy in a nutshell, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. yeah, amazing, man. Uh, amazing. Um, so I know that you also do, um, or have done a lot in the past as well, you know, different businesses that, um, it looks, it looks, I feel like for both of us, every time we catch up or meet up or something, we're um, yeah. working on something new or developing an aspect of what we're doing. So we're always in that growth kind of place, right? That, that growth mindset, which um, really, I think, you know, aligns with one of the topics that you wanted to talk about today. You, you wanted to bring to Raising Consciousness to the show which was around self-actualization and what it takes to align, to live in an, an aligned um, spirit um, and, and body ultimately. And so, yeah, like what does self-actualization mean to you? Right. So self-actualization to me, um, okay, I, I, I speak best when I can kind of give my own story as an example, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, self-actualization to me, for example, I would say like, it's the becoming that which you know you are within. Like becoming that, mm. becoming out, outside that which you know you are within yourself. You know, that is the actualization of self. Um, I feel, and like I say, in my own example, like I, I went through a period, I think we've shared this many a times, but I won't go too deep into it. But like I went through a period when I was at uni, you know, I, I was at uni, I was doing a course, which was from the looks of it, you know, from observation, it's a good course, accounting and finance, you can go on and do quite a well, you, you know, you can find yourself in good positions and earn quite good mm-hmm. money and live a good life. But those things did not really have any value to me beyond the materialistic Mm. nature of them. Like there wasn't really that much valuation that I saw in that, like in in self, like how that is a representation of the value I feel within self. And so the idea that I could not see the value this was truly giving me to feel fulfilled, it was just bothersome for me as a growth orientated person already, that was now becoming something that was impeding my own way of seeing my life, right? Seeing my future, seeing how I'm going about things. Not to say that I can predict my future, but having that anticipatory, like, excitement over your own life. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Not to have a dread, like, you know, dreadful. Yeah. So that was my own point of like uh, questioning the the actualization that I was living that was not aligned to the self I knew I, was, I had in me, the being that I knew mm. myself to be, or at that point, not necessarily as clear as I do now, but it's, it's self-actualization is the result of questioning the actualization you find self in today and not liking it and then working your way to finding the self that you would want to bring about to the world that is self-actualization mm. according to me so um 
Yeah, because when I think of this, there's the Maslow's, um, uh, what's it called? Um, maybe, that's it, right? Uh, well done, it saves me there. Um, and so obviously, like, you know, being within personal growth, I'm familiar with, with this. And I know that at the top, you we have self-actualization, which is all about reaching one's potential. Now, the interesting thing that I, that comes to mind for me is that actually one of the most exciting things, because you mentioned excitement there, is that we don't actually know what our potential is. You know, like we don't, you know, as I sit here, you know, as you sit there, we don't actually know. And then as people are listening, you know, we don't know what our potential is, which for a lot of people, I think that can go down two main routes. One, it can excite them and move them into the the journey that um, I have, uh, you know, that uh, I've been in this game for a little while now, but I'm still on, just feel like I'm just starting the journey of personal transformation, personal growth. It, it puts you on that path because there's like this space of possibility, right? Because there is no real, as I go back to it, I don't, I don't feel like there's any real limit on what that potential is. Like who's, like who's to judge what that potential is, right? Now, for some people that could maybe maybe scare them is a little bit too strong of a word, but hold them back in in fear maybe um, of, of of you know kind of of that if they have limiting beliefs and and stuff. You know, and we all have um, we all have those in, in different ways. And so, you know, when we're talking about self actualization, that what comes to mind for me. Um, and I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of the map of consciousness. Um, it was developed by a guy called David Hawkins, who, and I'm, so I've come across this probably like a month ago, right? Um, and basically you have the map of consciousness um, and it's got different levels. So you have enlightenment at the top and then you have shame at the bottom. And so this also comes to mind for me when we talk about self-exercisation because on the one end, as we're talking about with Mathers, um, uh, uh, the, the, the principle of needs, um, we have, you know, like the basics all the way to self-exercisation. And I, for me, when, when we're in that place of being, I don't know if this is even a word, but being self-actualized, right? For me, it's like we're in that, frequency which is what the map of consciousness kind of states all these different levels are ultimately frequencies um we're in that 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 higher frequency of like of enlightenment peace um and then kind of going down to the next block which is joy joy love etc etc so um if people aren't familiar with map of consciousness i would definitely just like look it up on google again i came across it probably about a month ago now um and so, yeah, you know, I just wanted like to throw that in there. What, what's, what's coming to mind for you around, uh, around some, around some of the things that I've, I've mentioned, um, around, around this topic and, and maybe like if any, if you have any like tips or things that have worked well in your life to help you to get to this state ultimately.
Mm-hmm. Now, um, as you were speaking uh, about um, about the hierarchy of needs, you know, and how like you know that that place that per- place of personal development enables us to reach that higher state of you know self knowledge, self actualization, you know, and actual realization, right? Um, as you were speaking, something came into my head, um, and I thought the best way to to illustrate what you just mentioned is to show you this what I've just drawn here, <laughs> right? So um, when you see this this drawing, I want you to realize that self actualization is like being on the cutting edge of knowing mm-hmm. yourself. What do I mean by being on the cutting edge? Like, think of that hierarchy of needs, right? Think about that triangle, right? At the top, it's the point, right? It's the edge, right? At that mm-hmm. point, yeah. right, you're, you're driving you're driving higher. You're trying to drive yourself higher into a higher state or, or more of your being, right? Such is like a tree, right? goes from a seed, stem, and it keeps yeah. pushing higher into higher states, right? Higher level of mm. frequency or higher level of, you know. Now, um, I want to show you this, right? Oh, how do you how do you even turn around this camera here? I don't even know how you can turn around. Right, okay. And, and, and for those who are, um, uh, yeah, so, so for those who are listening on the podcast, um, we are recording, we should be recording video as well. So, um, I would recommend, mm-hmm. I will leave the, the, the YouTube link below so you guys can go and watch, we can go and watch and see the drawing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Leroy, yeah. please, uh, please continue. Sure. Thank you. So basically, um, yeah. So if you look at the, of the, of the hierarchy, right, you find that mm-hmm. self-actualization is at the top. Now, when you drive yourself to the top, right, now I want to uh, just show something to the camera here, to the audience, is that it's like this. When you start at the ball, when you start, like, trying to find yourself, it's like you've got a little pyramid, right, out, out of the ground, right? The more you drive higher, you, you try and push yourself into that edge, into that corner of that self-actualization, right, at the top, right, the more you push the what? The, hor- the horizon of your life, mm. the horizon of, of, of everything you have, right? Like now you think of the hierarchy of needs, like you were mentioning, right? You've got all these needs that come within their hierarchy, right? And one thing we don't see is that the more you can develop self, right? That means developing your health, developing your relation, de- developing your, you know, businesses or, you know, just... Yeah, that that career type of vocation uh, uh, side of yourself, right? What are you doing? You are raising yourself higher, which means all the other levels below also become wider, because as the triangle gets higher, right, it it grows, it gets bigger, right? Meaning it, it there is more space for these other levels of your of your of your life to actually have more wealth or you know more relation more time you know everything like that but it all centers down to that point of mm. you developing self and self actualizing and self realization right now that was just something that came in as you were speaking um, and to 
go on back to what you asked me to share if i do have any anything that i have uh, in my way you know used to help me in my self-actualization today i wanted to speak on like two models that i use for myself one that i've had for a while now i've been mm -hmm. developing for a while which is the c the c mental model like c with three e's right um and i've named it i mental model literally i mental model mental model because it has to be your own personal like understanding mm -hmm. of self now the okay. c word with the synonym like c s e e e standing for mm -hmm. self examination exploration and then expression right mm -hmm. now the being has to be able to see you need to be able to see self right because once you have an understanding that you as well as an as an individual you are you are a, just as there is seven billion or however many ever billions there are in the world you too are part of the world you too make up you make a difference that realization of self being part of this big organism we call earth that which is also founded with so many other different you know kaleidoscopic um nature of of the world you know it, it's we are diversified you know like you too are a representation of that diversity you know so mm. that realization of then you begin to know self then you begin to actually take note of self right once we have that s and then we've got the first e which is examine now you're examining you know the factual understanding of your reality not uh, you know illusions and not uh deny in denial but be factual like the truth let the truth hurt if it hurts let it hurt because the scar will remind you of that which you have overcome but has made you stronger mm. and also reminds you of that which you do not want to repeat because you know how hurtful it does get mm. right so that's the it, examination yeah. part exactly you know this is the this this is a you know i mean this 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 alone you know when you are examining yourself it's a, it's the hardest part it's for example mm -hmm. like where for example when you break up with someone for a while you might be in a place where you are complacent and you know everything like everything is okay like you know you everything is good like you don't see any anything wrong with the relationship right and then once you break up what happens is that you're being forced to face certain facts that are now a reality that you may not necessarily be desiring you may not want that breakup but it is the reality that is is is, is basically having you face certain facts maybe you haven't mm. been so like you know involved in the relationship maybe you haven't been also like maybe you've neglected yourself as well right it, it shows all whatever comes out you need to let it come out because it's pointing to you what you ought to work on as you bring it so back you in that? because you are you are seeing these things pop out is in this examination place you're seeing these things come out of you 
as you're examining your relationship or the experience you've just had or the job you've just lost or the opportunity you've just lost or you, you didn't make, like all of these are points of examination that we do not need to run mm. away and escape through the means of alcohol use, drug abuse, you know, uh, even like going out, just partying, trying to just get yourself off that, off that thought of that deep thought, of that thought that doesn't have, it doesn't require you to conversate with another person because this is the one conversation you have with yourself. This is the conversation yeah. you have when you're going to bed, when you wake up first thing in the morning. That's the examiner. That is your own examination mm. of self you're having there. Right. I won't go much into that. And then you've got the exploration <laughs> part. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, when you're coming into the exploration, exploration now, now you're discovering, you know, those individuated thoughts and skills and gifts. Like that exploration now from the examination that you have taken upon your life in a real factual like approach allows you now to now identify your own being from a reality point of perspective and understanding that what you have found is true. So the skills you would have, mm. you would have discovered within yourself or the gifts you would have discovered in yourself or the thought patterns you start like, you know, you know, having within yourself in trying to now have a different self narrative and narration over yourself, like the self talk, right? You're exploring a different way to what to tackling, or to moving on or to growing or to, you know, so now we take that example of the breakup again now into the exploration part. Now, what are you doing in terms of the, 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 the discovery of these thoughts that you didn't really think about, or you was not paying attention to the relationship. You wasn't really paying your contributing what you could have done to ensure the maintenance of the relationship is good. You know, you, you all those thoughts that you're sitting there watching a binge watching some moving, you know, that is helping you move past this breakup. Those in those thoughts, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. it's also when we when we do not want to escape or be in denial of those moments of of heartbreaks or negativity or downs, we are only doing our own a disservice. Because when you now go into that point of excitement, of joy, of wanting to express and extrovert yourself. You haven't done the work that you were supposed to do when you were in that low place. So there's certain mm. things that you have not even realized may have given you even another step in that time when you are now in an extroversion of yourself. Because now you haven't integrated as much as it's undesirable, the outcomes and the facts that you had to face over that breakup or loss of job or loss of friendships or whatever. You haven't integrated that within the self of your entirety of your being because what you refuse mm. to examine it so how will you be able to mm. explore anything out of that undesired outcome to help you become better of your own being as you what as you grow because these are these are experiences you cannot take an experience and then think this is how life is going to be because you're cutting yourself short mm. The tree is not going to stop growing because one season there's a, a tsunami that come across the, 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 the part of the world, right? Yes, they may break a branch, mm. it may this, that, but the tree will always regenerate. And it's the same way we ought to see our lives, that we are going through life. Mm. It's an experience. 
So these explorations, okay. sometimes you, ex- you know, you, you find yourself discovering that maybe you, you are good at football, right? You play football. Yes, you've explored that. You've seen that, right? But then there'll come a time when you think maybe this is just a hobby. It's not really a passion for me to really follow it. But maybe your parent has a passion for it that they really want you to do this, to the, mm. do this thing that you have found through your own exploration, but through their own observation and their own desires, they're trying to live through you. And this is where the separation mm. of individuation really begins at the exploration part, because you're exploring who you are, what you like, what you are good at, and then you're also exploring what people are, what they like, what they are good at, and now you are also seeing how you cannot edify and grow each other, right? Which leads us into the third part, which is the expressive point of your seeing, if you're seeing being, right? Because now when you when you start expressing, you're expressing the, uh, the, the fruits of your processing of self from the source of your being, your spirit, right? From the source of your being, which is now edifying the world, you're sharing with the world something that was never there because as you examined yourself, you then explored and found things that you didn't even know were there within yourself. And in your own findings and now producing, the world is also what meeting the unknown, but only through your mm. unique self, through your unique individual like interaction and, you know, with life. That's where that individuation, wow. self-actualization really comes in. Because when I look at what I'm expressing, I can see where I've explored and found it. And I can see how I examined myself to be able to get to that exploration. And now I see how self is what actually is I see my being within me. Not as as something else of an idea that I think this is how my life should be working. Because when you take that road, that route, that's where the problem is. Because you're trying to do the, the life, uh, the mental model upside down, uh, backwards, uh, you know, front. Because you're starting from the expression, trying to explore that expression, trying to examine depth of that expression in yourself and try and think you are aligning. But when you find you are there by the examination point and you're finding there's no alignment because what you're trying to bring within you is not matching with what who you are from within. Am I making sense? Well, yeah, man. So like so many things are coming to mind and I'm just taking a look back through some um, programs that I took beforehand because some of the concepts, uh, like I'm making connections between the two. So I wanted to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to share those, but one thing, so I was listening to a podcast on the way home yesterday and, um, the guy, the, the, the speaker or the, the guest on, on the show was, um, saying, and, and, and I picked it, picked it up when, you know, when you were talking there around like becoming aware of our, aware of our thoughts and, Basically, he was saying that anything, and I want to get this right, right? Anything that we observe is not us, if that makes sense. So let me go a bit deeper onto it. So, for example, 
So, so like with our thoughts, basically he was talking about our thoughts, the monkey mind, right? That if we acknowledge, oh, you know, my, my monkey mind right now is very loud, etc., you are becoming the observer of self, right? So those thoughts that you were therefore having mm. are not you. And so um, it was really, like, that was really fascinating to me because often we think that we are the thoughts that we experience, right? We are the, even then, because our thoughts lead to a feeling, right? Oftentimes. So we then think mm. that we are our feelings and that we have no power to change that. But the 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 interesting thing is that a thought is, is that right so it's 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 just a thought it doesn't mean that we are that 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 thought and so this links up to something else i was thinking about last i think it was last week where i was like um contemplating around around like why we have i guess why sometimes the monkey mind is really loud right and I kind of came up with the mm. conclusion that ultimately the mind, the body, etc., wants to keep us safe, right? So it's its whole kind of mm. uh, purpose is to uh, keep us safe and keep us alive, right? So with that in mind, like how how does the body, the mind, keep us alive? It keeps us alive by by conditioning kind of but also by like the past it, it well i've kind of linked it with the past by what it knows so what does it know it knows everything that mm -hmm. has gone beforehand right so it's operating from everything that we know which is the past so like when we want to grow when we want to evolve we can very often get this very loud um monkey mind and you know even when maybe you think people in work or in life challenge us or challenge a value or belief that we have, the monkey mind then would also get very loud because it's challenging the, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's challenging mm. it basically in that um, it's putting it in, in that place of trying to keep us alive. So I, yeah, I hope I'm making sense of this, but I'm, I'm just kind of making connections between what you're all saying, things that I've become more aware to. And I think that the, for me, the, the, the model you shared, it can definitely help people to, to, to navigate this, to, to raise their own consciousness. But I, but I also feel like once you're aware of this, it, it is about, as you're, as you're saying, going like kind of going within and, and reflecting on that and just developing the consciousness, right? Developing the awareness that, I have these, sometimes I have these thoughts, my, my, my mind is very loud. Um, then that is not me and that the, the, the journey of personal transformation, the journey of personal growth is to, uh, learn, you know, like learn from these, these things, uh, to grow and, and to evolve. So yeah, a, a lot there. <laughs> Um, but it's just, a, just some connections that I've made between like podcasts of listening to my own insights and obviously what, what you were sharing there. One other yeah. thing I, I will share before I pass it back to you, my friends, is you were talking there about oftentimes other people want to live through us, right? Or they do live through us. So, and then when you were saying that, I made a, made a connection between that and the program that I was taught, taking probably back last year, but I recently went through some of the, the modules. Um, and 
basically it's the four stages of spiritual growth. So the first stage is uh, to us, okay? The second stage is by us. The third stage is through us. Mm -hmm. And the fourth stage is as us, right? And so these are the stages of spiritual growth. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into that. I'll probably do that on a on another episode for, for everyone. But the interesting thing that I um, picked up on there was when you said that oftentimes people want to live kind of through us, right? And I re And then obviously what came to mind is the through us stage. Now, I think, I think that when that happens, um, that can obviously be a very challenging time when, you know, especially the parent, uh, son or daughter scenario, right? When your parent wants this for you and you want something else. But what I've come to understand is that they just want the best for you and they're operating from the highest level of consciousness that that they can and that we are to and that we are to you know using this concept of, of spiritual growth is, is to really just to um become aware of that and step into our own spirit and to um live life you know fr uh, through and as 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 us you know as who we are and really what the these four stages um kind of highlights or highlights in the program in the course is that we it's about like living life where mm -hmm. so, so it kind of links up with different stages of consciousness as well but really the the stages of a through us and as us especially the the as us stage is mm -hmm. that there we we realize that there is no separation between us and life right mm -hmm. life is living you know like we are mm -hmm. it, it you know it is one and i think that when people try to live through you they are, um, they, they, they haven't realized this, right? They haven't realized that, and so, which is why they want to, to sometimes out of good intentions, sometimes bad intentions, want to, uh, control for one of a better term other people. So, um, yeah, man, I'll throw that back to you. Like, does that make sense to you? Does that, uh, you know, align with some of the points that you were talking about? Yeah, it, it, and, it um, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sorry, but it's just my excitement, as you were saying, uh, <laughs> off there. Um, but definitely, like, um, concerning, like, the first uh, point you made in terms of, like, what we are scared of, like, you know, these social, social, like, constructs and, like, ways of perceiving ourselves and mm. how we can be fearful of rejection, like, there's this book I, I've been reading called One One Hundred and One Essays That Will Change Your Way The Way You Think. Right? One hundred and one essays that will change the way you think. And there's a passage I was literally reading last night. I will quickly just share with you in direct um relation to that point of how we are scared, you know, of we we are scared. You know, uh, there's this social pain, right? And it goes, this is what it says, this little piece. It says, we can relieve social pain more than we can physical pain, which is another reason some researchers believe it is, in a sense, more damaging, right? When there, when there aren't any psychological factors that play into physical pain or other, or rather, 
there is no innate instinct that we need to process or readjust ourselves to survive, we let the memory go. However, mm. our brains will prioritize rejection and other social emotion or humiliation because we need to remain in the quote-unquote tribe to survive. Mm. Right? It's that sense of, of wanting to maintain our membership of this tribe of society, of civilization. We ought to remove mm. our mind from that um, fear of rejection or fearing to be ostracized or fearing to be outcasted because that is generally, it, it, is, it is a damaging illusion because it is moving you away from your nature, your innate nature of, of, of adventure, of curiosity, mm. of serendipity you know, of, 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 of spontaneity. As a human being, we ought to go out there and live a life that is not hindered by what we constructed to be the acceptable way to live through life. Am I making sense? Hmm? Absolutely. You right? know, and I think we, so can, boil, I think we that, can boil that down to not just um, like society at large and wanting to feel part of the the larger tribe, if we say, but even within our, um, mm. uh, like, like, like it's even, uh, yeah. geographical communities, you know, workplace, mm. um, like, you know, family, um, even friendship group circle. Yeah. It's more like, I more, definitely it's, experience it's, this. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's something else. It's like what you're saying. This, the, the more you, you, you scale down the deeper you see how this is, is something that's very common in a lot of relations. Mm. There's a fear of rejection and humiliation and that sense of social pain, right? Like what this mm. passage was saying, comparing that now to physical pain. When you get injured, your whole body, your whole anatomy understands that I need to sit at home to readjust to this pain and recover so that I can be able to go out and run again. Does it make sense? However, of when course. it comes to emotional mm. pains or social pain, we do not have that uh, emotional intelligence to give ourselves the space to recover and readjust to our to the you know social reconstruction we have to make around how we see the world and who we are sharing that world with. Does it make sense? Mm. Now, um, that that that's about that first point you made. It, it, yeah, because of time, I'm, I'm also just um, trying to uh, keep up to yeah. what you, you were talking on. And like on the second part, what you said, it also made, it, I had a connection with something I'm, I'm writing. I'm in the process of writing a book. Um, this book, this one is called The Black Family Unit. And uh, literally the other day I was writing on this part about adults. Right. And uh, I'll just share a little bit. And I wrote... Providing support, children and youth can find guidance, especially youth having uh, branched out. It provides following generations the option. And when there is access to these different avenues of growth through sharing knowledge of practical experience, the children for aware, the, the, the horizon, sorry, the horizon for awareness can can catapult the young to greater heights of self-understanding, awareness, and intellect of the family values, belief system, and uh, uh, execution models and style of life, 
right? Being the backbone to the unquenchable desire of youth, self-actualization becomes more intentional and purposeful as the exploration in youth is supported by the insight of how the adult chose their own paths in engineering and producing the accomplishments or in our tree translation, the fruits of their, of the fruits that they bear, right? Now, <coughs> I was mentioning that the adults, like you had uh, said there in your point that sometimes, you know, you find that it is it is out of their good in sometimes it is out of good intentions that they're trying to, you know, um, they they almost, I guess, subconsciously are living through you. Right. Uh, and they they think what they have come to know is such of importance that you ought to regard it and take it and practice it as they are telling you. And if you go against it, it some, somehow represents the, uh, disrespect and like, you know, uh, not necessarily, you know, having that, that, that like acceptance of their guidance. However, yeah. yeah, however, like as I'm mentioning here that it should, it should also, they, they shouldn't look at it like that. However, they should just almost, there's a there's a beauty in in their in their like foresight, but when they try use it almost to say we don't know better because they have that foresight they know better they are impeding the way of the youth because now what the ideal I guess is that through their own experiences as youth are coming into experiencing life you should be able to go to your parents and say ah. I'm finding it difficult. Like I've been dating this girl for three years. I'm this and this and that. We're having these problems, kind of things like that, right? And then your parents will probably be like, "Oh, you know what? When I was dating, this is what went through. And then this is what, what, what? Maybe that's the mom that your mom that you ended up with your mom or your dad or anything like that, right? They they give you insights from their own path so that you may be able to look at your own present time and know that there are many other ways that things can go. But it's okay to take your time to find your own actualization of self. Does it make sense? But it's a different tone when your parent hears that you're dating and they start bashing down like, why are you dating? You shouldn't be dating. You need to focus on your school. You need to go to school. You need to do this. You need to do that. But the curiosity of the dating is not going to go away even if I obey your words to down to the letter as you may want me to live my life. Ultimately, down deep within, mm. there's a being, like you're saying, the monkey noise. There is that, that um, I'll, I'll use that as a segue back into the topic of self-actualization as we were talking and you were asking me like, what things could you share with the audience? Um, I know our time is coming down, like um, in terms of like, you know, helping with self-actualization. Like that, as I'm as I'm mentioning the the example of the flip side to the coin when guidance is coming from a point of authoritarian, not from a point of uh, uh, a, literally a, a guide, you know, someone you can mm. go to and ask questions because you are you feel a bit foggy or blind over some matter, but this person has that that experience, right? That they can now what they can almost relate not to the T, but they understand so that you may know that it is not the end of the world. So take your time, if that makes sense. 
<laughs> because as youth, mm. like you think, you know, we come into life and you are full of energy and you are rushing into a lot of things. And because there hasn't been that cushion, that backbone from our own parents, we go into many, many mistakes and then learn by your own, what? Your own downfalls only to come back into that point where you realize, hold on a minute, following all this monkey noise is not doing me any good. It's actually like taking me further and further away from the who? from the being you knew in your childhood. This is why they always tell us, go and connect, reconnect with your inner child, this and this and that. It's because at that point in time, you had this C mental model. You had the understanding that you were a being in the world who had a self, who had a name, which you examined when you were scolded or told to go and sit down at the corner or you were told to do this and do that. And that examination, allow you to then explore within the boundaries that were created with your families and your parents and everyone around you who told you to do this, to do that out of what? Not having power over your life at that time. And then you expressed that. So mm. when we take that and we move into our adulthood and we don't go back and question the self-examination and exploration, the expression will still be based on the what? On the ideals and the belief system that were, 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 were basically taught, you were taught in your growing up. So they are not self-actualized. They are mm, society-actualized. That's why that noise you're talking about, it becomes from, the, from, from outside, right? Now, when I go to the, the certain things that I do, time time to yourself like you know having that time to even go outside for for for, mm. for 30 minutes of a walk like you know just walk even around the neighborhood it doesn't have to be a park you know just just take a walk right it doesn't even need to be a walk just go and stand outside if you don't like walking right just put yourself in a place where you're not doing anything uh, like cognitively like consuming and you've got you've got time to not think you're having to rush that moment you are having there yeah. so it I gives you one. time now to let that to, to let that being start talking within you like not the monkey noise like you're saying like not mm. what you you, you think likely, you right so... not your phone not your phone mm. Yes, sorry, sorry to interrupt. So, so one thing that I think on that point would be very valuable for our audience is so over the summer I was taking a a program on um, intuition, right? And so, um, I, I, like I wanted to share this because, as you're saying, it's it's not about you know going out into nature or going for a walk or having that time to yourself and be, and because so. I'll start again. So sometimes when, when we do that, our monkey minds can get louder, right? So then there's two points on that. The mm -hmm. first point is that over time to develop the awareness that, as I mentioned beforehand, that even when our monkey mind gets louder, to become aware of that and to realize that that is not you, going back to my earlier point. And then secondly, to then mm -hmm. tap more into um, intuition, higher intelligence, whatever you want to call it, um, and the, I, I learned that there's the difference or like, or so the difference between our monkey mind and let's call them like intuitive impulses. Right. 
And the, the main challenge I had around this is that, so oftentimes like intuition um, can come up in a few different ways, um, but it often comes up as like a feeling, right? Now, when I would uh, kind of say, you know, when I would observe people and they would say, you know, I had this feeling, right? Um, that it was, you know, you know, I had this feeling, um, there's, because feeling is also linked to emotion and on the emotional state that we're in, our monkey mind can also put us in an, an emotional state. So sometimes it can get confusing whether it's actually pure intuition or, or if it's some way an, an emotion that our monkey mind has put us in, if that makes sense. Now, some of the things that I, I learned on this is that when it's intuition, it's, it's almost like there is, um, so, 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 so one is that it feels true for you in that moment. Okay. So, so, so we live in a world where it's very much around what, you know, right or wrong, but the intuition, our intuition isn't right or wrong. It's just what feels true. And because intuition is tailored to our all own experiences, it's what feels true for you in the moment in the moment that you are in. Secondly, um, so, so that was a massive kind of wake-up call for me. Um, secondly is that when it's actually pure intuition, but, so I, I, I'm not sh sure how to describe this, but like nothing comes after it. So what I mean by that is like, if it's the monkey mind, like we would, mm. um, we would have a feeling or we would, Ooh, or we that. would think of thought, yeah. Or like we would think of thought mm. and we've, uh, and, but like, then there's always going to be another thought, like there's always going to be something else on top of it. Right. So I, I, I actually, as I'm saying this, link it up, up link it up to, uh, the word, but right. So like, that's kind of where the intuition mm -hmm. or, or, but also like the ego lives, right? It's in this world of like, but, 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 and so, so it's never continuous, but when it's pure intuition from within side of us, um, it's, it's like, just as it is, you know, so I can't think of an example right now, but, um, there is no, there is no, but afterwards and we can just act on that pure, the pure, uh, intuitive impulse. Final thing on intuition, and there's so many things that I learned through taking this program, is that oftentimes uh, we feel the intuition, it's like a full body experience, right? So, um, and mm. you, you see, what, see what I'm saying? Because oftentimes, like, if we feel like, um, I don't know, let's just say like something in our monkey mind, right? it would often be like maybe, maybe within our heads or you know, it's not a full body kind of ex experience that moves us also into some sort of action next. Right. So that's just a few things that I picked up on intuition. I'm still, I'm still like, uh, incorporating it, implementing it into my, into my own life. But, um, yeah, I, I just picked up on that. Um, you know, as you were talking there, because I want people to kind of know, the difference between between the two um i am a little bit conscious on time and i believe beforehand you said you had a second mo model to share so i would love to kind of get your thoughts on what i just shared with, with you then and then if you can like in i don't know 90 seconds or something um uh go through the second 
model just just so we can share that value you know, with, with our audience the, the second one the, the second one like because of time the second one would be a bit it would be a cliffhanger if i was to start it yeah mm, um maybe we just do a whole episode on that just bring back on and we can just yeah, we talk, yeah talk because whole episode on that. Remember, because... I think I shared it a bit. I shared it with you a bit. You know that time chart I, mm. I, I had created. The time one, okay. Remember the time. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, okay, yeah. Let, let's bit. do that. I've developed a bit on it, and it's it's quite riv. It's, ooh, it's yes, deep, man. Like, it? I'm but... <laughs> like, yo, it's just yeah, it's very deep. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Sorry, sorry, audience. Like we're just kind of like changing everything, but yeah. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on intuition. Any final thoughts you have, and then um, we'll bring you back on to to discuss your your model all all around time. Definitely. Like um, in terms of like intuition, like what you're mentioning there. There's a video I will share with you. You can share with the audience maybe in your descriptions. Like there's a video I Mm -hmm. found. This video I had saved it for probably over two years on my YouTube, like, you know, watch later list. And then the other day, like a week or so ago, like I just thought I was just looking at whatever to watch. Like I usually, I'm very intentional about what to watch. That's why sometimes I just, that's another thing as well. Side note, be very intentional. Even when you're going on social media, like, you know, YouTube, whatever, be very intentional with the content you want. Like you were mentioning the monkey mind, like the content we put into our mind half the time is what we have to conversate within ourselves with our being mm. if that makes sense like um but yeah mm-hmm. uh, as i was saying like so this video it broke down how anxiety is just a, a symptom it's not the cause anxiety is a symptom mm. because it mm-hmm. points to you that which you should be doing but you're not, right? Right, first point. Uh, now, when when I tie it, how does that tie with intuition, right? As I was watching this video, like you see for yourself, what, what the man, what the person presenting this was presenting was that we live on two models within our own systems of belief, either faith or doubt. Now, that is something within you, from within. And then when you interact with the world, you get feelings. That's what those, those are the feelings that we get, right, when you have, when you, 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 you are out, you're having fun, you know. These are feelings, right, that you get. When you're having to go to work, there's a feeling you have. When you're having to produce something, there's a feeling you have, right? Now, what happens is when you choose, let's say, for example, um, you are anxious. You are anxious about uh, an event you are supposed to go to, right? What does that do? It it basically stops you from even going anywhere, right? You become paralyzed. You be, literally you don't even want to go out door. You don't want to do anything. You don't even want to think about that. But yet you are, you keep thinking about it. What anxiety mm-hmm. is is you thinking about an undesired state or outcome right which then gives you a paral paralyzing feeling of self because now you are moving in a doubtful system of self that within you it's 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 more it, what's coming from within you is more doubt than faith right faith 
is something that now if you had an anticipation anticipation is now the opposite of anxiety anticipation is literally the if if they were if it was a coin there's anxiety one side there's anticipation on the other side so whenever you're anxious mm. to all the listeners next time whenever you're anxious look at that what is it that i do not want to anticipate because what happens is that when you are now in a in that state of belief and 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 faith right whatever you ma you are interacting with gives you the feelings of anticipation so for example now we take that example of going out to an event right now you are moving with the feeling of of faith over that event like you know what there's something good at that event there should be something good for me at that event right you know what i'm going to go this is what this is anticipation you we are not expectation the very clear line between expectation and anticipation anticipation is knowing that your actions today are going to produce an outcome tomorrow that you are anticipating for in your acting today anxiety is having a thought of undesired outcome of tomorrow and not doing anything today to maintain that outcome not coming out that's the difference right and mm. faith works with anticipation because when you are anticipating you are acting today in the faith that what you are anticipating tomorrow will come to be but only if you act today hence why you move with faith and action and you know fervency but when you are anxious about it you don't what you don't even move you won't even go out to look for an outfit you know to look your best part when you go to that uh, event when you you know because you are in an anxiety anxious place and so you are in a place of mm. doubt how does that tie in with intuition like you're asking now intuition is almost the faith part the faith part of your being mm. because like you were saying there when it's true intuition nothing comes after when it's true intuition when your intuition is truly saying that which you ought to do is this and you don't hear the second thought to say but if you do this this and that but you know that's the end that there's nothing that's coming after that mm. it should give it's you not... the anticipation that you you know like you know like there's a that's a that's a that's that's definitive like that nothing mm. coming after is a definition and you should take that and move with it not try and think of other ways to try and poke holes to what your intuition has just pushed you to do because the more you can you can act on that that is faith because you are acting in the anticipation mm. of something that you have not seen yet but you know it is coming from where from an intuited place which is very definitive so even if you do not know the outcome of what you are you are now doing out of that intuition it is an act of faith because you know there mm. is purity from where the intent came from you're not second guessing it now what happens is doubt is when we are second guessing our very own being and the intuition we have the 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 antenna mm. let me say this if it's like this you and i we are like a mobile phone here we were having technical difficulties earlier right 
you intuition is like the internet it's like the network not internet the network the network that allows me to be able to call you or, f or receive the net the, the internet right that is the antenna right back in the old times the phones would have a little antenna like just like a, a, a vehicle mm -hmm. right like that antenna that we see for the radio right now imagine yourself i want you to walk out every like our audience here listening think of yourself in that manner think like you've got an antenna on your head or somewhere right that antenna is how you connect to the frequencies of the people you interact with that antenna is how you in you you draw and attract that which you want and how you want to move with life that antenna right now if my antenna is not tuned in think about the radio in the car if you do not tune your your your, your radio station the radio to the station remember now station right words are very powerful I, I i keep re-emphasizing certain words but it's because if you were to search up those words it would it would really like deepen your understanding of certain things because now look at this the antenna just like an intuition right you when you are intuited as a person when you are acting upon that faith of you a being within the world yet still having the connection to a higher self right your own higher self that when you allow that higher self to flood through you with that intuition of pure intuition right your action should not come from a place where you have deliberated and you know discussed with yourself so many different times no because you're coming from a place of there's nothing that came after that instruction. So I'm going to do this until the next instruction comes. What happens is usually mm -hmm. intuition will move you to them. It will move you before you even see insight mm -hmm. towards that which is meant for you. Man, powerful. Did you get that? Oh, 100%. You know, and you know, these, these yeah. things, 100%, you know, those... Um, Oh man, like it's just kind of making more sense, obviously, with the program and things that I took. The, the, you know, the, that that came mm -hmm. up. You know, that came up. The intuition. Um, so two things that came up that is linked to what you just said. One, it will move you, and two is that it it is a disruptor, right? That when you live from this intuitive mm -hmm. place, um, obviously, it will move you into certain actions. The outside world will have no idea why you are doing that thing. So it will, therefore it will there disrupt, right? However, the challenge then, the challenge then is, is that when we live from this place, oftentimes we retreat because of that fact. When you live with intuition and you, and you mentioned beforehand around faith and you have faith and you trust the, and you trust intuition, then you just move, right? It doesn't matter about the outside world, you don't retreat because you have trust in your intuition. And that's mm -hmm. what I think that we are, I think, you know, my, one of my, uh, you know, so with my mission to obviously raise consciousness and to help people to, uh, ultimately like live for out, you know, part of that is living their best intuitive life. And that is a goal that is, uh, that is a, a wish, you know, that is something that I hope for, for everyone. So, um, anyway, like 
Oh my God, thank you so much for coming onto the show today and kind of sharing all I of your wisdom. More. We are going to do... Do one... Yeah, no, no, we, we will cover final thoughts. Of course, we will cover final thoughts. Okay. Um, I just want to uh, kind of share, share with the audience that we will be doing um, a second episode on your second model. But yeah, you know, um, I, I will allow you to share any final thoughts, final wisdom that you have for our audience today. And then if you can share where people can connect with you online, if they want to learn more about what you do and have deep conversations like we've had in the past. Definitely. Like, um, firstly, uh, you can find me online on the handle at lastly speaking, at lastly speaking. Yeah, it's a mouthful, but um, yeah, once you get it, you find me anywhere online with that same name. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure, Luke, you share that. <laughs> yeah, we're doing um, in the description. Yeah, at lastly speaking. Um, yeah, and um, I guess a final thought on intuition, self-actualization, um, as we are speaking now, like this is this is something that we all are very familiar with. And I'm gonna use this because it'll 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 get people to really understand the intuition and how you you are it's it's always active. You like what you've mm. just mentioned there, you know, it's a disruptor, right? But you can either choose it to disrupt your own life or disrupt the perception people have over the life that you are living. When you are, if you ever found yourself um, in a group, let's say, right, um, and you are you are talking with friends or you know colleagues or you know it's a little like, uh, for example, okay, this is the best example. Let's say you go to a to a to a training at work, right, and then they pair you up in groups. And then they say, come up with certain ideas that you are going to talk about, you know, with the rest of the class when the mm. teacher, you know, brings everyone together. While you're in the group, like you share thoughts, you know, you share your wisdom, you share your insights. People in the group are like, oh, wow, like, yo, yeah, yeah, those are really true. Yeah, that's true. And then the teacher brings you all together, right? And says, okay, guys, from your groups, can you guys have one person represent you? and share what you have find your findings and then your group members look to you as and you know too that you were the best person out of all of them who was articulating these ideas best however the dynamics have changed now haven't they right you, the, 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 mm. there's no audience now in that audience as you as they are going group by group and they come to your group there's something that's happening within your heart it's beating, right? It beats, and it will be beating. You beat, it's beating, beating. And the teacher might even ask, okay, what do you all guys, what do you think about this? And you might have even answered that question within the smaller group, but now because it, there's a big audience, your heart is beating fast, and your throat seems to be shutting down. Like you just don't feel like you, can, you are going to talk. You're going to be able to say it in the best way you know you can. You know, you're just, your mind is just everywhere. Right there is intuition pushing you to do the exact thing that you ought to do. Because right there, you are best placed to bring forth the thought into the frequency of everyone in that place. Because what, what you have come to have insight over needs to be shared. And your intuition is beating you to say something. 
your heartbeat you people start having that's where we say anxiety social anxiety all of this all of that is because you are thinking about an undesired outcome you think if you say something everybody's going to laugh at you or if nobody's going to say anything right you you are so focused on the undesired outcomes of you standing up and saying something that you haven't even that you are you're causing doubt within your own ability to speak even as your heart is literally pumping out of your chest telling you you can it's almost like showing the power of your of of your being you know once mm-hmm. we start also like looking at our own anatomy and seeing the relation between the body soul and spirit man this this talk was just a bit short i'm <laughs> telling you like and i will start i i am going to start sharing things more and you know like i say like all of these things but definitely, like i'm saying that there, next time you're in a, in an event or anything like that watch your heartbeat and you see mm. that it is aligned to your intuition because once you say that mm. usually if you courage up and actually say whatever it is that's been beating on your heart and you can feel it on your throat and you have the courage to actually say it there's a flood of peace like there's a flood of mm. calm like once that uh, that that event happens to a point where you go on further but if you don't say anything you move out of that classroom or out of that event with the thought of had i only said this had i only said that had i only said this had i only said that but now the moment has passed and now you are disrupting your own life because now you are not present in that moment you are moving from that class anymore because you are still mm. thinking about that one moment you should have truly been yourself as i say that mm. is my final word in self actualization self actualization is listening to self and like you said it best it's true intuition when nothing comes after and that's when you know mm. you are actualizing self when you do not question yourself from the point you have come to define as you that's me wow man like i could um, it's it's interesting the last episode that i done maybe the one before that i don't know like there's been a few episodes recently where we've went over an hour i could have done another hour um but you know i want to be mindful of kind of your time obviously my time and the listeners time as well so and um, we will definitely, definitely do a second episode definitely. uh to dive more into, into, into your time into model the second model as well sorry to cut you off yeah it also times it ties into the second model like what you're mentioning time time is very important but mm. yeah, that's my last my last cut you you finish up okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway no but thank you so much um definitely i would definitely include your links down below so people can uh, find you online instagram linkedin etc and also your website Leroy, thanks again and to everyone who's watched or listened to today's episode i hope you got a lot from this episode i would definitely go back through listen to it a few times there are whenever i have conversations with Leroy, like i i i leave the conversation right and i go and reflect on what we just spoke about because oftentimes it's very deep right and i love that you know this is these are the type of conversations that I'm inspired and definitely want to have more ha- more of because I believe that they contribute to raising consciousness and helping us to become a better version of ourselves. So, I will see you guys in the next episode. Uh peace out. Enjoy your week and take care. If you got value from this episode, found it insightful or learned a thing or two, please leave a review where you can let everyone know that this show is worth checking out. I appreciate you so much. You'll be hearing from me in the next episode.